to Admit It, your go-to source for college planning and admission strategies. Hosted by me, Molly Minette. I'm the Director of College Admissions at College Dream Builder. And me, Terry Rummelt Jr., owner of College Dream Builder and Pinnacle Partners Financial Group. Students, it is our mission to provide you with tips and insight on how to get into your dream school. And parents, here's how to do it without breaking the bank or sacrificing your retirement. Hey guys, here we are again for another week of Admit It. This is Terry Rummelt, and with me is the always amazing Molly Monette. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. So this week we are going to talk about a very popular topic with parents and students right now, mm. and that is about committing to a school. Mm-hmm. So Molly, mm-hmm. lots of phone calls coming in, lots of emails. Yes. Is it too early to commit? Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely that time of year. Um, kids are, are getting the itch to make that commitment. Schools are giving them a lot of pressure. A lot of, you know, friends are making commitments. And it just, it tends to be that time of year, the spring, you know, wanting to, to just know what your next step is going to be. And in some cases, yes, you can make that commitment right now. Oftentimes I'll have students who have kind of a dream school in mind and they know that regardless of wherever else they get in or regardless of the financial aid that they're offered, that's where they're going to go. So in that case, no, you know, commit when you know. Um, But, you know, I suppose to that point too, commit when you know, one of the biggest things that I'm telling a lot of students and parents right now is you don't necessarily know all that there is to know about all of your different offers. Um, A lot of colleges are still working on financial aid packages. A lot of my students haven't heard back from every school that they've applied to yet. Maybe you've heard back with your acceptances, but you haven't gotten your financial aid, which that's a a key thing that we do for students. And Hope, um, if you tuned in last week, she mentioned the award analysis spreadsheets that we put together. So really a goal of that is to be able to help you compare all of your different financial aid offers, which... If you haven't gotten them all back yet, how are we able to, to make that comparison? So long answer short, I would say yes in most cases, even though it's you know it's early March and you're thinking May is just around the corner, it is, it is still a little bit early. Yeah, it seems a bit early. Mm-hmm. You want to know all your options. Absolutely. And so you've been accepted, but the financial aid award is such a big part of finishing your, your college plan, if you will. So if you don't know how much you're going to pay for a specific school, how can you plan to pay the bill? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so that's the the biggest reason that we started creating these award spreadsheets Mm -hmm. is to say, okay, this is what we think college is going to cost. We have a good idea of what college will cost. But now we know specifically what college will cost depending on the school that you choose. So let's adjust the solution for you to make sure that you have – an idea of where the money's going to come from, not just year one, because everybody has, has money for year one, but it's years two, three, four, and, right. and, and five, right? Because the average kid's going to school for, what, five and a half years now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's outrageous. They, they've got to make college a little bit less fun, I think. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because who wants to leave party school and mom and dad no, are paying the bill? No kidding, right. right. And, and we see that all the time. So getting a, a, a solid solution to making sure you can pay the bill is why we wait for the award letters to come in yes. and then create that award spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So the next part that we hear um, is the dorm room, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you have a few schools in mind. You have one dorm room that you loved over mm-hmm. all of the other ones. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like home already. Right. 
you, do you put a deposit down? What do you do with it? You know, and that's a really big disconnect that we see. Mm-hmm. Your point about wanting to save and, and plan financially and students' view of, I just want to get, you know, I want to get things taken care of. Mm-hmm. Often that's the disconnect that we see is parents are okay waiting, but students not so much. They're they're hearing from the college if you don't put that housing deposit in now, you're going to miss out on this dorm or, you know, you run the risk of losing your spot if you don't commit before May 1st. And, and that's a, frankly, it's a pretty nasty tactic by the colleges. That they, is nasty. They, oh, goodness. They're terrible about pressuring these kids. And a lot of it, too, is so that they themselves can get organized mm-hmm. and they can have a better sense of their yield, which that's how many students they've offered admission to mm-hmm. choose to take advantage of that or choose to accept that offer. Um, you know, the better they're able to plan for their yield, the better they're able to plan for staffing for the following year, housing for the following year, all sorts of administrative stuff. So really the pressure that they're putting on you is for their benefit, um, not necessarily for yours. The housing tactic or the housing, um, you know, or sense of urgency there, it's really the main one that colleges use. And a lot of students fall prey to it because they, they do, they go on a tour and they, they fall in love with this one specific dorm that they want to be living in. But really the reality of it is the difference in housing that's available to you now in the spring and May 1st, when you have to make your commitment, um, is minimal. It's it's those students who wait to sign up for housing until late July, beginning of August, right before the school year begins. Those students have a little bit slimmer pickings. But for those students who do take advantage of that May 1st national candidate's reply date, um, the really the housing that you'll still have available to you is... Um, you know, it's it's almost as much, if not the full availability that you'd have if you committed back in November, December, January. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense. So when you think about committing to a school, big step in a student's life, mm-hmm. when is the right time to say yes? That's a good question. And I think it varies based mm-hmm. on the situation. It, it varies based on the family. It varies based on when you applied, frankly. You know, if you are someone who was on top of things, if you worked really closely with us back in the fall and you submitted a lot of your applications early, you likely, too, will will have all of your acceptances back early. Um, and along with that, the earlier you file for financial aid, the earlier you have your um, your financial aid packages back. So I think really the, the ultimate answer to that is once you've heard back from every single college, not only with your acceptance letters, but also with your financial aid packages too. Because, you know, as we alluded to earlier, what we'll do then is we'll create a financial aid spreadsheet mm-hmm. for you. So that's not necessarily something we can do. We, of course, start the process with the first award that you get, but that comparison is not going to be complete until we've gotten every offer back. So basically, you know, the goal again of, the, of that spreadsheet is to be able to give you and your parents the opportunity to sit down, look over all of your offers, really look at that bottom line or the bottom lines, I should say, side by side, see which school is offering you the best merit award, see which school is offering you the most in loans. Uh, don't make that decision until you've had a chance to to talk over everything with your parents and agree as a family on what school is going to be the best fit for you. And just a quick note on the awards. So remember, it's what you do before you fill out the financial aid paperwork Mm -hmm. that can make the biggest difference on the financial aid awards. Mm -hmm. So get your assets and everything in line early. So when award time comes around and you've done the work with the admissions team, Mm -hmm. you've positioned yourself to get more merit aid, you're also positioning yourself just to get more financial aid. And so you're gonna be better off when the award letters come in if you start early in the junior year with with really planning for how you're gonna pay the bill and and maximizing your financial Mm -hmm. aid. Absolutely. Well, 
I don't know if we have anything else to say about committing too early. We kind of covered everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll add to, hopefully you're following along with our blog mm-hmm. online. I posted a, um, a, a post last week talking about this same topic. It's so important. You know, like I said at the start, a lot of seniors are just really feeling that push from the colleges to make a commitment. Uh, it's it's kind of a scare, scare tactic. Um, and I'm finding a lot of seniors are you know, just worried about it and, and anxious about needing to, to jump the gun and make that decision. So, uh, you know, read through that blog post. Let us know if you have any questions about committing, if um, you're not sure what your financial aid offer is telling you, or if you're not sure, um, you know, if you're going to, to, to need to commit to a certain thing before May 1st. But really, bottom line is you have until May 1st. No college is going to revoke your offer before the 1st. That is, again, that national candidate reply day. Every college adheres to that. Uh, so just rest easy and know that you do have a couple of months yet before you need to make that decision. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that covers it for this week. Yes. As always, if you have topics you want us to talk about, go ahead and send us a message on any of the social media platforms or send us an email. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you could uh, catch Molly and I on our bi-weekly Q&A on Facebook yes. where we answer questions live or, or that we get uh, through the email. And I think that's it. So have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.